So abortion is a tragic part of our lives as Americans. And even after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, it continues to rob children of the right to live. The majority of women that get an abortion, the majority say they would have chosen life if they just felt they had some support. That's where preborn comes in. Preborn blows away the myth by providing free ultrasounds and postnatal care. So instead of just marching and shouting and whatever, they found a way into the hearts of moms by showing them the ultrasound. It's not a clump of cells. It's a baby. Then that doubles the chance of mom choosing life. But then they say, we're going to be here for you. And they are for two years after the birth. This is great. You empower women and save babies. Want to get involved? Dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 keyword baby. Or visit preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn. All right. We uh, begin hour number two of the uh, broadcast here in just a second. Stand by. Welcome to Monday, back from vacation, back to work today. We begin in 60 seconds. First, Tuttle Twins makes this half hour possible. Tell you about the Tuttle Twins free market rules curriculum. It makes complex ideas really simple and very understandable for young minds by using real world examples and exercises. So if you're thinking of holiday gifts, this set of lessons is absolutely on that list they're having a 50 percent off cyber monday sale so if you're shopping today today is the day the curriculum is designed with plenty of activities to help your kids and grandkids make sense of how the free market works it's one thing to help your kids start a small business or envision how it might all come together it's another entirely to provide an education on how money is made and saved and that's what this series from the Tuttle Twins teaches. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Access this special Cyber Monday deal. Get 50% off right now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So I don't know if you went to the movies or did anything like that. Usually on uh, Black Friday, my family will go to a movie. Uh, we went to... Uh, Napoleon. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, you fell asleep just yeah, recounting the sorry. name of the movie. That's not good. It was. Mm-hmm. I. It was I, really well done. Okay. Uh, he's really good. He's absolutely unlikable, as is everyone else in the movie. But that's kind of the vibe. That's the vibe of the yeah. story a little, yeah. right? I, yeah. I mean, if they made him wonderfully likable, it wouldn't really be Can telling the story. Can you throw in anyone likable? Yet at some point, you're just like, this guy is a disgusting pig, and so is everybody else. I mean, mm. I, I, I watched it from the frame of, of mind. Uh, wow, this wasn't the American Revolution. 
the difference between the French Revolution and the American Revolution is night and day. And if you don't know that, uh, you should watch Napoleon and then do your homework because it is entirely different, entirely different. Just animals. He was just an animal. And seemingly so is everyone else. It was really um, it was interesting because it went from uh, the rich and powerful all in their white wigs and their white faces and being French to, you know, a bloody revolution and then another bloody revolution with Napoleon. And uh, eh, turns out the people in charge were the white painted faces with the wigs. I mean, it, it just n- nothing really changed. Mm except who was wearing the wigs and the white faces, and they were just disgusting. Now, I saw the preview of it, and I thought it looked like it could be kind of okay. Like, it seemed like he was a bad guy in a lot of ways, but a, a, a yeah, if they guy. Yeah, it was too much of his love life, and I really didn't care. I really didn't, didn't care, care about And he life. was just a pig, and right. so was she. But and that was kind of known. Yeah, I just don't need to see. I I went because I thought it was going to be more, you know, of the it it looks like it's more of the military battles. Right. Yeah, that part was good. And in, uh, you know, two and a half hours, that was probably maybe 30 minutes. So you know, it, what I, mean? I thought it was three hours. Is that worth it? Really? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> um, also, I will say it cost two hundred million dollars and made twenty. Yeah. So yeah. that's one well, tenth. It, they the they cost. reported on day one that on Wednesday it made seven point seven million, which was way low, lower than they expected. And they, they said that's going to come in way low. It'll come in. The five day total will be thirty million. Mm. They didn't even make thirty million. Really? You just said. Well, twenty million was the weekend number. Technically. Okay. What that's, was the five day? Uh. uh 32.5 so okay, they made their so 30 made their, made their but 30. that is a catastrophe yeah in case you're wondering that's a that's well a, they're not happy about that well what did disney's wish do disney's wish well i have the the numbers out did worse than napoleon which is uh, that's saying something mm-hmm. you're taking your kids to a disney movie that is always a, a, a just a given what, what did it make? It made $200 million, as much as Napoleon, $200 million for a to budget. make. Mm-hmm. And what did they rake in? Uh, for the weekend, $19.5 million. God, none of these movies did anything this weekend. Wow. Isn't Thanksgiving weekend usually a really big movie big weekend. weekend? Big weekend. I, I mean, but even, what is there? I mean, what do you want to see? I mean, trolls band together, oh, huh. which is the, the third, I believe, in the troll the Trolls saga. I don't know. Uh, which, I by trolls the way, won, and, and I thought I was full. Uh, I was as, full. As I a, was like, I couldn't eat another bite. As a person with two children, I have seen both of the Trolls ah, uh, okay. previous uh, yeah. movies. I'm not seeing this one yet, though. Yeah. And that one only did... 20 uh, it only did 17.5 million i think that was the second weekend it was out and then there's apparently a hunger games sequel prequel oh is that out uh it made 28 million i didn't even know that was out i didn't know either um it's i guess it's made 100 million so far came out on november 17th but 100 million wow nobody is seeing movies no i mean really seeing movies these are scary numbers for a for a 
Thanksgiving weekend, because that used to be the thing that you did after you go out, you get fat on Thursday, you got nothing to do on Friday, you could barely move. You go out and you sit in a movie theater. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's what your you exercise. Do. Yeah. I'm going to walk from my car to the movie <laughs> right. seat. That was it. I'm, I'm healthy. All of these movies didn't do much of anything. Well, the Walt Disney Company came out uh, and admitted that wokeness and culture wars have had major impacts across the board. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, They told investors uh, that the company's wokeness presents risks to its reputation and brands. Risks? You mean there's there's more to be had? What risk are they facing now? I mean, I am the biggest Disney fan. No. No. Not interested. Not interested. It's actually shocking that you are, you've, you've stood by this stance and you... Because, uh, you know, there's certain things that we love in life. Yes. Right? Like, and it's hard to maintain all your principles when it comes down to those things, right? Yeah. You know, like with is, me and heroin. It's like, I don't I, I don't want to break the rules, but right. heroin's so, so great. Good. It's like yeah, people don't realize how high it gets you. And it's so fast <laughs> and know. it works great every single time. Sure. Great product. You're old school. Uh, I'm old school. And, I, you know, so I have problems with that particular right. line. Right. Um, but uh, you with Disney, it's almost the same. You're almost <laughs> as into Disney as heroin addicts are into heroin. And that's been your entire life I've known you that way. I mean, to the point that you purchase like individual animation cells uh, from early it's Disney. It's not a big deal for I mean they they sell those now and But you but like I liked I went to Disney World a few times. It yeah. was fun. That's how I would tell you about that story. Yeah. You buy individual animation cells. I, you, bought, I, you bought the plan, the original plan of Disney uh, World as land. written land, as written by Walt Disney when he apparently left it in an office after pitching it. Yes. You bought it. Like you right. are a nerd. A I big agree. fat nerd. Okay, no need to rub for it Disney. in. An I am overweight nerd <laughs> when it comes wait, to Disney. Wait a minute, hold it. And the fact is, they've screwed this up so badly. They've even lost you. Yeah, I won't. I will not. My wife said I was having a really bad week. I don't know, a few months ago, and she said, "I'm taking you to Disney." Uh, she said, "You just need to fill up." And I said, "Disney? You think that would make things better?" She was shocked. Yeah. I'm I'm just done. No, I know. I am done. And I like I wouldn't consider myself a, a super Star Wars geek, but like I'll go watch like I'll, all the movies that came out in the movie theater, I would go watch opening weekend. I was like into yeah. it enough for that. Like yeah. I'm not gonna buy all sorts of memorabilia. I'm not like that. But like I was you know, when the seventh one came out a few years ago, I was like excited to go see it in the theaters. It sort of lost me a little bit towards the end on just how bad those last couple <laughs> movies were. Right. But, well, but what the, honestly, did you miss the fourth, fifth, and sixth one? Because wait, the fourth, fifth, and sixth one were the original trilogy. Well, You're no, saying I the mean, prequels, right? Yeah. But I, that's what I'm saying. I lasted through the prequels. Like I went, I went to all the prequels. Yeah, they weren't very good. I still lasted. Then the next ones came out. I even though I didn't think they were good, I still went to them. I was that person. Like I would yeah, still go to too. get the updates. And it kind of came to the end. I was like, all right, this isn't really any good. Am I going to watch the series on Disney Plus? What was it? The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. All right, I'll watch it. And then I started watching it, and then the Gina Carano thing happened, and I can't get myself to to watch one minute at any of these other follow-ups. That that is it totally threw me from the series. Disney says they are dying. 
They dying. should they be should. dying. They, they are try- This is what happens <laughs> when you poison yourself. So here, this according to the SEC filing that they did, uh, Disney employs 225,000 workers worldwide. They say that the key human capital management objective is making the workplace more engaging and inclusive, creating a more diverse workforce. Their diversity, equity, and inclusion objective include building teams that reflect the life experiences of our audiences. Well, they should try some families. While employing and supporting a diverse array of voices in our creative and production teams. Um, they want to continue to amplify underrepresented voices. Uh, they are going to cut back on movies, but not by very much. Uh, and... Th- ESPN subscribers down by 7%. Mm. Uh, domestic advertising revenue uh, is down from Disney 14%. They say their business overall is okay. Disney said misalignment with its consumers has impacted broadcast, cable, theaters, internet, or mobile technology, and theme park attractions, hotels, and other resort facilities, <laughs> and travel experiences, and consumer products. <laughs> but other What's, than that, other than that, it's great. Fine. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. Wow. They said the uh, social goals present risks. Quote, further, consumers' perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and social goals, often differ wildly and present risks to our reputation and brands. Consumer tastes and preferences impact, among other items, revenue from advertising sales, which are based on part for the ratings for the programs which our advertisements air. Affiliate fees, subscription fees, theatrical film, the license of blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's, they said its leisure business is affected by various factors, including health concerns and the political environment. The political environment. It's not their decision making. No, it's, it's the darn environment. That political environment. If you're an investor and you see that they say because of perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our social goals, etc., etc., pose a risk to our reputation and brand. And you're watching it happen in real time. What the hell are you doing with your money in Disney? Yeah. The good thing about being an investor is you can always change that and right. no longer be one. But I mean, isn't there a class action lawsuit at some point where you're like, guys, you have you ever seen a bigger brand with better uh, feelings attached to it than Disney 10 years ago? No. I mean, they, I mean, there was always, the worst thing was they overcharge. Yeah. You got that. You got the merchandise too much. Yeah. You got the occasional, like, I don't know, they're losing their way. Like they, I don't trust their programming as much as I used to, but Correct. it was pretty rare. Honestly, it was generally speaking, you felt like you could throw on a Disney movie and be completely fine with it with your kids. So 1929 is the first Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse today and what it means to a large number of the audience members in the country, 40% that used to love Disney now are repelled by it. Their movies, one after another, they're not, are they releasing Snow White? 
Or are they having to redo the whole thing? I know they were redoing it. Apparently, they're going to maybe include some dwarves this time. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe seven of them. <laughs> I thought that was... Because before it was one. Yes. And then it was the six... Uh, uh, Regular sized, different people. Sorry, different, different people. people. It I was, was one say, dwarf and seven different average people. sized. Maybe I was going to say, but that's I know that's no, wrong. That's what is average? How dare you say? Well, that? it's a mathematical measure, is what <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never seen a company do this mm-hmm. faster than Disney. And yeah, I have to tell you, if I had stock in that company. I, I would be looking for somebody with a class. I don't. I mean, I don't know enough about well, the law. DeSantis but. tried to do this, right? I don't know what the status of it is, but he was trying to sue Disney based on, or th- was threatening to sue Disney based on the amount of, I guess, stock that the state holds in some retirement mm-hmm. fund or whatever. And they were saying that this was some sort of class action situation. Now, I don't know if that would hold up or if he would win. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, I think they're. This is the real. They're knowingly the real tubing it. They're yeah, knowingly doing it. And they're saying it. Like, I, I mean, I don't know, though. I mean, I, look, if Glenn Beck wanted to, if, if right now you want to take a stance on abortion and you were to say, you know what, I'm pro-life. It's my and, money. And the audience said, but let's say you're a public company. And the okay, audience, that's different. Okay. That's wildly different. It is, but there are public companies that have points of view. Sure. And like, and you're, you're an oil company and you said, you know what, everyone, there's lots of people out there saying, uh, you know, um, uh, green energy. Green energy is the way to go. So we're going to put our money in green energy, and like, we believe that's important. Like, well, you know, that's the decision of the company. And if you don't want to invest in it, you shouldn't invest in it. Like, if you were going to say, like, if you were to take a stand and say on pro life, and the audience hated you for it, and they all bailed, and you lost all your money, and you were a pr- public uh, company, they could fire you. But like, it's what you believe the company should do. And if they if they believe that wokeness is the way to go. Well, they can make that decision. I think the company's going to tank over it. But, I mean, it's still their company to make those decisions. You're, as a shareholder, though, your job is to help them right. or, or you know, uh, voice your concerns. Yeah. If, if you're intentionally tubing your stock... And See, I, I don't they know would if you not can... describe it that way, of course, but they, they, they know it's risk. They know it's risk. They know it's problematic. They were saying that we hold something to a higher standard. Now, their standard is dumb and it's ruining the company. And they've they've literally lit on fire 100 years of, of goodwill. But all that being said, I mean, this is you can pressure them internally to get them to throw out the people well, the who are doing is, this. They're like, not going to do that. I know I mean, they're, they're not. The, the problem is Bob Iger and everybody in the company. There's 225,000 employees. <sighs> They've already self-selected. A lot of the yeah. employees that would have stood up against this are gone from self-selection. I just don't think you're ever going to turn this thing around. Back in just a second, the holidays have arrived. It's hard to think of a better gift that you could give somebody or yourself than feeling good again. Who is the person in your life that is living in pain? Maybe it's you. You've been searching for just the right thing, the right something that can finally help feel better. Have they tried everything? Have you? Maybe it's time to try something new, something that has helped a ton of people over the years, including me. It's called Relief Factor. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain. That is caused by inflammation, 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. And over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start, 
and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's 1995. It comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. There is no better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. By the way, if you're uh, searching for something to get for Christmas, uh, let me just say uh, right here, the uh, our latest Glenbeck Tumbler is uh, made of 100% fossil fuels. Um, it's got the iconic GB logo uh, on it, and it, it, it screams when you're drinking from it, it screams, yeah, I'm, I'm most likely on a list, but uh, at least I can define a woman. Uh, and you can get this. Right now, made 100% heavy metal plastic, uh, and it's a Christmas gift that everyone except George Soros will enjoy. So, here's to you. You can get it at uh, glenbeckmerch.com. Also, uh, if you're looking for a Christmas gift, if you know a first responder, a cop, a first responder, a politician, I'm sorry for that, for the politician that you know. Um, but this T-shirt is out. It says on the front, 5 U.S.C. 3331, which is the Oath of Office code. And it says on the back, the Oath of Office, I solemnly swear that I'll support and defend the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. It's our official U.S. code T-shirt to protect and defend the Constitution. Uh, and also um, with posters starting at $100. And different prices for the different sizes of Giclés and original. You can find Glenbeck Art at glenbeckart.com. A lot of great things uh, for sale for Christmas. Somebody who's a fan, these are meaningful. And I will say this Cyber Monday, stewdoesmerch.com as well. Or you've got the uh, Bidenomics Strikes Back t-shirts that are new. you got the Anyone But Joe Biden. And, of course, you have the combination of Santa Claus and Antifa, Santifa Claus, available for this holiday season. Did we do that years ago, Santifa? That's <laughs> uh, something I did a couple of years yeah, ago. Okay. We've had it around for a while. But it's a popular seller. So popular seller. Year. You want to uh-huh. combine the uh, lunatics on the street throwing rocks at police officers with a beloved holiday tradition. Santifa Claus is the way to go. Wow, that's fantastic. We, that's we also fantastic. Have the, the other one that sells well in the, in the holidays is the uh, picture of the burning city. And it says uh, it's not a it's not a tr- uh, it's not a riot. It's a mostly peaceful tree lighting. And <laughs> they saw it in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it's just saw, saw that in Seattle. What happens? Also, uh, the uh, corn pop one bad dude. <laughs> that is the uh, Sabo uh, art of Donald Trump's uh, booking picture. Corn pop one bad dude. You can find them at glenbeckmerch.com glenbeckmerch.com or glenbeckart.com the glenbeck program you ever walk by your dog's uh, food bowl look down into that pile of kibble and thought man that looks good yeah no me neither uh i'm not sure my dog has ever done that uh it's not really nutritious when they make kibble food, they have to cook it at a very high temperature for a long time. So it kills everything that's alive in it. So it can have a long shelf life. And boy, don't you want to eat something that can sit on the grocery shelf for at least two years? Yeah, me too. 
Your dog needs living things in his food, just like we do. And that's where Rough Greens comes in. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. So whatever you're feeding your dog, it was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you sprinkle it on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. If it's good for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens want to give you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get your first trial bag free. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn and save 20 bucks on your annual subscription to Blaze TV. So Argentina had their uh, runoff election. And the news is stunning. Javier uh, Malay, is that how you say his name? He was... uh, He was elected as Argentina's next president. He is a libertarian. He is uh, the exact opposite of really anything, any kind of politician that we have seen here that is even close uh, to uh, being president of the United States. Even Donald Trump. Donald Trump still plays within mm, some of the norms. Uh, He is often compared this guy uh in argentina is often compared to donald trump but i i don't think they're comparable i think just because he's outspoken like, yeah. like that seems to be the the largest similarity there right like he's super outspoken but he, he describes himself as an anarcho-capitalist which is not how donald trump would describe himself no, at all not at all um he is going to uh get rid of the this is what he says he's going to do get rid of the peso because it's falling and he's going to put the dollar in good luck with that one um, he is also getting rid of their Federal Reserve Bank. He's getting rid of hundreds of programs. He is just going to cut this government to the bone. Have you seen the video of him walking in front yeah. of the whiteboard and he's just pulling off the stickers of all the different agencies? Like the Department of Families and <laughs> Health, God, like every single one. He's just pulling off and throwing it away. Now, look, is he going to do those things? Hopes, I hope so. Probably a lot of those agencies are incredibly pointless just as they are here now not knowing the full story of the structure of the argentinian government i'm going a little bit on um i'm uh, guesswork there but i mean every government is like that especially in south america i will bet you that uh art laffer would like this guy we should call art laffer because he knows argentina Mm, real well he Mm -hmm. he did this back in the 80s argentina always you know succeeds becomes wealthy and then goes to socialism and destroys itself and then you know goes back to its roots and then it destroys itself um uh, so he did that in the 80s he restored it in the 1980s well they're back but i mean look the the promise is high here i just i do hesitate you know there's a lot of ifs that could happen here right like i don't know everything about this guy who knows what he what policy he actually in in implements when he's in office what crazy thing we don't know about him who knows he he, at some level he's still a south american politician so i'm gonna hold out hope but the things he said are really good really positive if he actually does them if uh if they work it could be an incredible thing i mean you know it might inspire countries all in the region and all over the world to 
replicate that process. So there's really high hopes for someone who would come in and actually do this. Stuff. You know, what's really interesting is how cautious people are on on saying, I like this guy. I don't know. I don't know enough about him. Yeah. I like what he says so far of what I've heard. What I've heard has been very good. I don't know. Same thing with Gert Wielders. Gert Wielders could become the next prime minister, the next Dutch prime minister. Now, he's just won a massive election. He didn't win enough seats to become prime minister. But if he cobbles together a few more seats, he he may become prime minister. This is a guy who's been on this show. And we were told by everybody, don't have him on. He's he's too bad. He's too bad. He's too dangerous. He says and bad things. We thought he was delightful, at least well, in the interview. He was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Seemed fine in the yeah. interview. Yeah. So, but we always have to say, well, but I'm not sure. But do you ever hear anybody backpedaling on Justin Trudeau? No, 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 they never do that. I mean, the things that that guy has done mm-hmm. and nobody ever says, well, I don't agree with everything. Right. He's, he's not a bad, it's not a bad thing. But I think, I don't know, I I hold myself to a higher standard than the left holds themselves so, yeah, so I, do hope, I. I hope that we would have higher standards than them yeah but i, I mean, don't like, have a pro- i don't have a problem with it yeah i just i do have a problem with it doesn't matter what you no. do on the left doesn't nope. matter doesn't if matter. you turn into a castro or a stalin it doesn't matter apparently you can kidnap and murder thousands of people yeah. and you'll still get cheered on by yeah. the, by these people uh, on the left, and and you know the the situation is, you know, with um, I don't know as a conservative, like we talk about principle a lot. I do think it's important, and I, I'm much I'm much I'm happy to criticize someone who's supposedly on the right if they're wrong if they're wrong. Right. Like I just don't want to stand by them just because they they align themselves with my general political outlook. But that is not how the left operates. No. And you know, you can make the argument that politically. You know, in a pragmatic uh, uh, political sense, you know, where the ends justify the means, that's the right approach. I just, that's not how I look at the world. I don't think that's how you look at the world. And I don't think that's how most conservatives look at the world. Maybe to our detriment when it comes to winning and losing sometimes. But it's okay. So there's two people now that the press say, out of control, these guys are worse than Hitler. Okay. Guy in Argentina and Gert Wilders. They may end up being that. I don't think so. But they might. I don't know. It's not my country, so I don't follow them as closely. Um, However, I might be for them, kind of, I hate to say that because I don't know enough about them, but what I see, I like. However, they might go bad. Mm -hmm. But here's what you should take away from all of this uh, movement politically, because it's happening in Europe and it's happening in South America. It is moving away hard from the left and going right in the case of Argentina, uh, small government, right? I mean, very small libertarian, right? And everybody is losing their minds. A libertarian government is not powerful enough to make you do anything. That's the good thing about small government. It can never really harm you. It's not spying on you because it's not big enough. These guys, if they work, this is going to be a huge move uh, for the world back to more freedom and common sense. Gerd Wielders won. You know why? Because of immigration. 
the Dutch are tired of having people just rape their daughters, kill on the street and no ramification, no ramification. You don't have to the you know, when when you go over to Sweden, uh, you go spend any time in the Norwegian uh, countries, you will see how accepting they are, how loving they are. But it is a very, very um, non-diverse population until recently. And now the non-diverse population coming up from the Middle East doesn't want to be Swedish. They don't want to be Dutch. They, they don't care. They want the free stuff, but they'll have their own no-go zones. They'll have their own communities. And it's not a part of that culture. Everybody has turned a blind eye. You're now seeing the immigration be a problem all through Europe. You're going to see it as a problem here in America soon. I mean, I can't believe how much has changed in uh, on our border. And relatively, nobody's talking about it. That's one of the biggest changes in my lifetime. And nobody's really talking about it. When that poses a problem, when we start to have terror attacks or whatever, we start to collapse our economy because we're we're overrun with this in this lifeboat called America. There are too many people trying to get into the boat. Then then you really have problems. So I'm I'm glad to see that before things catch completely on fire over in Europe and in South America, there's a couple of places that may turn things around. Yeah. And I think, too, this idea that maybe turning just leaning air on the side of liberty. Yes. That's what's encouraging about the guy in Argentina, Malay, for, for me, is that like he might look, we, we all know Ronald Reagan wanted to get rid of the Department of Education. He wasn't able to do it. And the Fed. Um, well, will this guy be able to get rid of all these agencies he pulled off his stickers off the whiteboard? It's going to be really hard. I, I assume there's a million different people that are inside the government and have been inside in the government structure forever that will do everything they can to stop him at every turn. But just the fact that he's attempting to do these things and pushing in that general direction, it's hard to see how they can make the country worse. I, you know, at the very least, they take a little bit less of your money. I will tell you this. It is like never before. Uh, you are going to be assassinated uh, politically. Your reputation, your life, everything will be assassinated by the press and by the left. And if you get these people in who are serious about taking apart the Fed and some of these things that are absolute institutions that are deep, you start having a president take on the intelligence community here in America. You may be looking at worse than a political assassination. That's really dangerous to do. And I never thought I'd feel that way in America, but I do. Don't you? It is, yeah. I mean, it is. Uh... I mean, look what they did to Donald Trump, and look what you, th- what I think they're willing to do to Donald Trump. Somebody steps up and is effective at taking on the deep state. God help him. God help him. 
There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, like you're standing up against people who have entrenched interest in something that you don't want and you're trying to de- you're trying to destroy and in their eyes all kinds of power, all sorts of power. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, one of the first things we talked about with Donald Trump and in a critical way at some level was to say, hey, like you better be sure if you're going to. Uh, critique our, our, our and a critique is not the right word for what Donald Trump was doing, but like go after the intelligence agencies. Yeah. Because they're not going to sit back and just let that go on. You better be sure. Now, he did it anyway, and he had to deal with the effects of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a risky strategy. At times, it feels like, you know what, it really does need to be done. And I'm glad he's done it. But he's dealt with lots of. Uh, personal discomfort and continues to over, I believe, uh, those attacks at the beginning and and more as he went on. I mean, like the they're not going to just give up their power. That's not what happens. I know. I wish we just cobbled together a coalition. I really do. I wish we. I. I uh, Donald Trump is so focused now. Has to be. So focused on what's going on in his life. Mm -hmm. I wish we would put a coalition together where everybody gets behind somebody and and just says, okay, what's best for the country? All of us getting together right now and developing something that a majority of Americans can get behind. Because I I just I won't believe it. If if this guy, Joe Biden, can win. I mean, I've never seen a guy who has done this with war and made things as unstable do well in a presidential election. Never seen a yeah. president who has an economy like this do well in a presidential election. I've never seen a guy who is more incompetent do well in. <laughs> I mean, this guy has everything going against him and it's still competitive. How's that possible? Just how is that possible? I don't want to alarm you, but did you know that auto repair costs are up 20% from last year? You're probably aware of it if your car is out of warranty and it breaks down. It's going to cost you 20% more. Now, how do you get around this? When you get protection plans from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. They have your back, covering repairs on more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big-ticket things like transmissions. There's no long-term contracts, and you get flexible, affordable monthly payments. And here's the best part. The price is never going to go up. Once you lock it in, it's done. And you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So do what I do. I have coverage with CarShield. CarShield.com, 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan right now and lock in your price. It will never go up. 800-227-6100, CarShield.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, we've got a big sale on uh, Blaze TV membership. 
You can get that now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Biggest savings of the year. Also, uh, glennbeckmerch.com. Get uh, all of your uh, you know, Glenn Beck related items there for any big fans of the program. Also, my art is for sale. Uh, all of the proceeds for my art goes to the American history collection that uh, my wife and I, I say my wife because she's really the one that says yes or no, uh, that my wife and I have begun to preserve American history. You can get uh, originals, you can get G. Clay's, uh, you can uh, get autograph prints and you can also just get posters and you can find that all at glenbeckart.com great christmas gift uh when we come back after the top of the hour i i still i'm from the pacific northwest so i'm aware of all of the treaties with the native americans and the fight over the salmon and everything else i've heard it my whole life okay what does this mean to you that the United States government is in, quote, secretive negotiations between the government and environmental groups? This according to four Northwest Republican lawmakers who have asked for the details to be released. The groups have called for the removal of the dams on the Columbia and Snake River. Now, what does that mean to the average American? Yeah, I've heard a little bit about this story, mm-hmm. but so I know a little bit of how serious it might be. But honestly, as some you know dope who grew up in Connecticut and New York, I would think I don't I don't even know what it's about. What does it matter? Is it that important? This one, everyone should pay attention to. Mm. This one, uh, it could be the difference between starvation and eating. This one affects so much farmland and the the basic nature of the Pacific Northwest uh, and also the power consumption and the power availability in the Northwest. The Glenn Beck Program.